to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te how are we all going? Last week I finally launched my website and I'm not going to lie, it was a relief. It has been very much a labour of love as everything is for me right now and I don't know how many of you are familiar with like website building and all of that jazz, but God, there is so much to know, so much to think about, so much to do. It's all really new to me, but I have enjoyed figuring it out and learning. So thank you to those of you that have checked out the website. Please let me know what you think. And if you haven't, then please check it out. If you don't mind, I would appreciate it. And do let me know what you think. I love feedback. I'm open to it. The website is mihisorensen.com, M-I-H-I-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.com. And there's some free downloadables on there as well, including 50 affirmations that you can incorporate into your life no matter what you're going through. But I will chat a bit more about that in next week's episode. Today, let's discuss creating habits that last. I've noticed a pattern in a lot of the books that I've been reading, and I say reading, I listen to most of my books, but let's say consuming, right? And if I simplify it, it goes something along the lines of, if there is something you want to change about your life, you need to change your habits. If you want to be more productive, you need to change your habits. If you want to get fitter or leaner or stronger, you need to change your habits. If you want to make more money, you need to change your habits. If you want to be more energized and focused, you need to change your habits. If you want to feel good about yourself or better about yourself, you need to change your habits. It's really simple. It sounds really easy. Just do it. But we all struggle with it, right? We can find it really difficult to implement long-term habits. It's all good saying that we need to change them. That's the easy part, but the hardest part is getting them to last. And that's what I want to talk about today with you guys. 
And it makes me think a lot about my own personal fitness and nutrition goals. I've tried a number of different things over the last few years. They've given me a number of different outcomes. And while it's definitely a part of my lifestyle now, it wasn't always like that. And there were times where I would have a few bad days, whether that be not following my meal plan or skipping a few days of training. And because of that, I just decided, no, I failed. Like, I'm done. I'm not going to the gym for like another three months. And that would be it. And actually, the problem wasn't so much I skipped a few days at the gym, so it didn't work for me. The problem was that I was unable to jump back on the wagon after a few off days. And therefore, I couldn't implement nutrition and exercise or whatever it was that I was doing as a long-term, long-lasting habit. Because if you make something a habit, it becomes something that you just do. It's part of your routine. You don't really have to give much effort or thought into it. You just know it has to happen. Much like brushing your teeth, right? I hope. It's just like going on autopilot. And it's so easy to get caught up in the initial burst of motivation, choose to make a change, feel really good about it, feel energized, and then soon after, reverting back to your old habits and eventually looking back and wondering what things might have looked like if you'd just stuck it out and followed through with what you said you would do in the first place. Making your habits last starts with how you think and feel about self-improvement. Now, you're listening to this podcast, so I'm making assumptions right now that you are a lot like me and that you're open to improvement in some way or form in your life. Some people don't feel like that. They don't like change. They don't like feeling like there's something wrong with them or wrong with their life. I live and breathe this stuff, right? Like, it gets me excited. This is... (laughs) Some people say I'm crazy, but I don't think it's you guys. So because of that, I find it really hard to think about what life would be if I wasn't constantly working intentionally to better myself and learn more about who I am and everything else. The fact that we choose to consume content dedicated to improvement is a good sign that we are open to changing our habits long term, but even that's not enough on its own. One of the things that we struggle with when we want to implement a new habit or habits into our lives is that we focus too hard on the big exciting goal that we're trying to achieve rather than on the little everyday accomplishments we need to actually make in order to reach that goal. For example, you start a side hustle with the intention that it'll generate a secondary income for you, but you get two months down the track and still haven't generated a cent, so you actually then perceive the last two months as a failure and give it up. Even though you have spent the last two months building a really solid foundation with your side hustle and you've actively and intentionally been incorporating it into your life in a way which is manageable for you, you may not have even realized that you had been hitting small incremental milestones because you were too busy focused on the goal at the end. Don't underestimate how those seemingly insignificant actions will be because if you look back and say a year or even five years, what you'll see is the way in which those small events that didn't really feel like much at the time have translated into significant growth for you and It will make sense then, you'll understand how important they are then, but it might not feel like it at the time. 
when I'm talking about these small actions that lead to well-established habits and reaching whatever goal you're focused on, one thing you need to think about is whether you actually know what the action steps are that you need to be taking. Again, it's so easy. It's, it's actually, it's more exciting to get tied up in the big goal. And when you do that, you can very quickly get overwhelmed trying to think about all of the things that you need to do to reach the end. I'm a doer, very much so. So I don't like fixating on end goals too much. Otherwise, that is what happens to me. I get lost. I'll lose interest because if I can't identify the things that I need to do to produce an outcome, then I can't fathom how to get there. So identify the first few actions you need to take that will get you closer to the ultimate goal. Decide when you can complete those actions, how long it will take. Make them measurable so that you know exactly once that action is completed and then celebrate that one as well. Seeing consistent progress will also keep you motivated to stay on track. And like I say, while it might not feel like it in your day to day, you are actually growing and improving. Who will you be accountable to? Unless you are a really disciplined person, it's not enough to be accountable only to yourself. It is so much easier to achieve your goals and establish new habits when you have to report to someone else that keeps you accountable. We have no trouble letting ourselves down. We have to face ourselves all day, every day, and we know how to let ourselves off the hook. We know how to negotiate with our own naughty voice in the back of our head, right? But when you've got someone else, particularly someone that is objective and that you've invested money into, at least for me, that you will need to explain yourself to, suddenly the accountability partner becomes a really significant motivator. It's one of my favorite aspects of coaching, not only as a coach, but as a client. Without fail, the most impactful, long-lasting, meaningful changes that I have made in my life have occurred when I've had to be accountable to someone else, whether it be a coach, whether it be a mentor. Totally underrated. And interestingly enough, having an accountability coach has undoubtedly produced the fastest results for me because I won't muck around if I know someone else is banking on me too. There's obviously also your family, your friends, the people in your circle that you could have as accountability partners too. Personally, for me, I prefer working with my coaches because it's their job to see me succeed. I pay them for their time and for the impact that they have on my life. And I'm not going to waste my money. I'm going to make sure I get what I need out of that relationship. Of course, if you do want to learn more about coaching with me, if you're interested in becoming one of my clients, feel free to check out my coaching page on my website as well. That's mahisorensen.com. I will put the link in the description for the podcast episode. And while you have your actionable steps, there is always a long-term plan with all of your big goals. So make sure you have it recorded somewhere and then regularly review that plan monthly or quarterly, including the progress that you've made so far with the small measurable actions that you've taken and what you hope to achieve before your next review. This is why it's really important to have measurable goals because it makes it so much easier to review how many hours you've spent at the gym or how many date nights you've had or how many books you've read. These are measures that will help you determine your progress. Obviously, if you have a coach, this is also something that you can work through with them. I have weekly catch-ups with my coaching clients for this purpose to make sure that they are constantly on track and progressing. Lastly, it's consistency and repetition and consistency and repetition and consistency and repetition. It's not sexy, I know, 
But change will not last unless you are working to affect it regularly, consistently and repetitively. There is no way around it. I wish there was a magic wand, but the only option here is the grind. And this is where we need our discipline over motivation. And if you're not seeing the results that you want, it's okay to make small adjustments, but don't throw the towel in and give up altogether as someone who is guilty of doing that. Improving your habits and establishing positive healthy habits that stick long term will only ever positively impact your life long term. So trust the process and stick at it, it will be worth it. Anyways, that's all I've got for you today. Remember, creating habits that last will require clear goals, measurable actions, consistency, repetition, accountability, and reinforcement. It's not going to be easy. If it were easy, we would all have an easy breezy time establishing and creating long lasting habits, but we don't. It might not be easy, but again, it will be worth it. On that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. As always, make sure you do something kind for yourself today, and I will chat with you next week.